0: Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. I am Becky and joining me for this episode is my co-host and number one co-player, Leah. Hi Leah. Hi Becky. We haven't done
0: one of these for a hot minute.
1: It's been a minute since it's just been you and I.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, Leah and I are reviewing Say It's Forever by A.L. Jackson. This is book two in the Redemption Hills series.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay.
1: read us the synopsis. From New York Times in USA Today, best-selling
0: author A.L. Jackson comes a close proximity, single parent, standalone romance about a woman on the run and the man who will do anything to save her. Judd Lawson found me stranded in the rain, broken down on the side of the road in a deserted neighborhood with my piece of crap car. I wasn't looking for a hero and definitely not one who looks like him. An obscenely hot mountain of a man who screams danger, but I have little choice other than climbing onto the back of his bike. One look at Salem, a sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it, and I'm hooked. The girl is devastation wrapped in a black seductive bow. A knockout, a dream, turns out she needs a job and I need the help. Now I have a vixen strutting around my shop and I'm the fool who's itching to reach out and take what he can't have. But neither of us can ignore the burning attraction, the fire that leads to a kiss, a kiss that has us falling into my bed, the connection that has me wanting the one thing I've never thought I could have again, because monsters like me don't deserve love. Only Salem has a secret too. She's been running for years and her, and her past just caught up to us. Um, content warnings for this title are available on AL Jackson's website. If you need to, or want to check those.
1: The last name is Aguilar, like Aguilar, you know, Aguilar, okay. uh, which is hilarious that I knew how to pronounce it between the two. Well, of I added us. an
0: extra G in there.
1: It's okay. It's Aguilar. Um, release date on this was march 28th of 2022 tropes Mm -hmm. anti-hero he's a bearded hero they're co-workers he's a damaged hero um emotional trauma for her Mm -hmm. uh enemies to lovers fated to love possessive alpha hero protector rescue romance single mom slow burn he is a stern brunch daddy
0: God damn, is he a stern brushetti, But it's not, I would say enemies to lovers, light. They're not really enemies. They're more like not the best. Um, I don't think they're really They enemies.
1: hate each other? No, they don't.
0: Like it isn't like, no. They don't really hate each other. It's more of a, I really want to do you. So I'm going to use like meanness to keep you away from me
1: okay Mm -hmm. well just also they have a very interesting meet cute in this relation in the you can just agree
0: to disagree
1: we're gonna agree to disagree because this maybe it's more adversaries to lovers Mm -hmm. than enemies (laughs) to lovers because
0: i don't feel enemies adversaries i will say yes to but definitely not
1: enemies um, this is Redemption Hills is the series. Like I said, this is book two and it is an, an interconnected standalone series. You do get, um, glimpses and mm-hmm. time with the couple from book one. Um, so let's just start right off the bat with Mr. But, Judd Lawson. But don't forget it pops at 42%. Oh, it pops at 42%. I forgot about the pop. This was an interesting pop. It's one of those stories that it—I mean, it—it it needs to happen. I want that to happen. There's just so much in this story, and I think it also goes to the way L. Jackson writes mm-hmm. that. There's just a lot of chemistry on the page. That
0: well, because even their first meeting, like when he rolls up behind her and she is broken down alongside the like alongside the road. Like you can feel like that chemistry on the page like right from the get-go. And that's the thing, like the pops in her books. It doesn't really matter when it is, because it really doesn't it feels like they pop way sooner than they do.
1: They do. They do. There's just there's always a lot of chemistry and a lot of push and pull in her books. Mm -hmm. And she does write an angstier book, like on our spectrum, we don't tend to read a ton of angsty, angsty books. Mm
0: -hmm. This
1: is angstier than what we typically read.
0: It is. Yes. Cause I, I mean, I'll, if I'm in the mood for an angsty book, like I'll delve into it, but it's not one of those like go-tos. Like she is an author that like, I need to be in the mood to be ripped apart. Over well and over again. she's
1: also one of those authors that um her writing style is very unique she writes in poetic prose and there's mm-hmm. a cadence to her writing and um, uh, you this is not one of those that you can read while the tv is on and the kids are chatting mm-hmm. and playing you really need to be able to focus when you're reading because mm-hmm. she gives such slight and small nuances within a sentence Mm -hmm. that if, and this is not one of those books you can skim either. Like Mm -mm. you have to read everything that's happening on the page or you will miss things.
0: Well, but one of the things that she does too, like, and I've, read a few reviews about it but she has a lot of repetition but it's in like their thoughts and like their it's almost like a mantra that like one of the characters has that like repeats repeat like repeats 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 throughout the book but it makes sense because the way it fits into the storyline and she her even just the way she formulates her books and the layout of them is very different than than a lot of authors
1: yeah, it's very unique. So let's talk about Judd Lawson. He is our anti-hero hero.
0: He is. He is an extremely like complex character, though. And you, you know that something bad has happened in his past because of the the situation that they're in. And if you read book one, like you get little like insights, but you still like going into this book, you know nothing really about his background itself. And there are some things that you find out like towards the end of the book. And you're like, I was not expecting that.
1: Yeah. He is a survivor. So mm-hmm. he is one of those kind guys that he's lived like three lifetimes in mm-hmm. his, uh, in his lifetime. And it's
0: when he's pretty young, I what was he early 30s
1: early 30s and he also has like a really hard shell like Mm -hmm. he is very hard his armor and his mask are firmly in place
0: well he's really protective of those around him too because they're again like if you read book one like there's a couple moments with his brother's heroine where he's super protective of like his brother's heart and his brother's emotional being because his brother has protected them for so long but you find out that there are a lot of things that he did also to protect his little brother and the older one as well so yeah but he's he has such a soft heart but he he doesn't show it to many people at all
1: no no he really doesn't um and his heroine is Salem. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks about her in a way that I totally know the, who she is. Mm-hmm. He describes her as a girl who is both an enchantress and black fucking magic mm-hmm. and for your heart's desire. Finally comes home to reunite. Oh. She finally comes home to reunite with her brother and grandmother after having been on the run for four years. And she's a well, single but she, mom.
0: But she's not coming home. Like, this is a new town that her brother has moved to. Um, and so, like, he tells her, like, it is safe for you to stop running. Like, you can move to where we are. Like, and... You find out why that is later, because I don't well, want to spoil anything because I feel like if we give too much away, like we would ruin the whole story. Well, and
1: this you. book's been out for a minute. So if we do get close to spoilers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm okay with that just because okay. it's been out for a minute. Um, and I guess I didn't mention in trope, she's a single mom.
0: She is, yes. So she has a little girl who is four or five. I can't remember five. her sex.
1: Getting ready to start kindergarten because mm-hmm. it's the same age. As judge, the little nephew. boy.
0: Yes, the little boy in book one. But one thing I love about AL Jackson is she does not shy away from the kids on the page. Like they are front and center in these stories and they're very like age appropriate, like which I really enjoy because you don't always get that in a book and every kid is different. Like you can have six, five-year-olds in a line and all of them speak differently and all of them have different mannerisms. And, but she does that nice, like middle of the road where they there's pause, like the maturity and the immaturity of like this age, like she shows like that middle of the road kid. And I really enjoy the fact that she gives truth to like the way, like these kids are on page.
1: And Salem is running from somebody. We, it isn't, Brought up until later in the book, exactly who she is running from. Mm -hmm. Through flashbacks, we learn that this is—it's just a boyfriend, right? She's not married. No, it was
0: her ex-husband.
1: Oh, but I don't because they
0: got married when she was eighteen.
1: But they're not divorced. No, I think they are. Are are they?
0: Well, maybe they're not.
1: She's running from a husband, to ex-husband. I think they. I don't think they were divorced.
0: I don't think, well, I don't know, but it doesn't bug me in this sense.
1: No, it doesn't. He is not a good guy. He is, you know, very controlling and involved in some not good things, not
0: Mm -mm. legal
1: side of things.
0: He's a very shady character.
1: And um, Salem caught wind of exactly some of the things he was doing and she ran. Mm -hmm. But... And every time she's somewhere and thinks that he has found her, she moves on. Mm -hmm. And so bringing Junie B to Redemption Hill, she promised her daughter Junie that this was it, that they weren't going on any more adventures. That's what they Mm -hmm. call their trips, that they were going to stay with um, Mimi, who is uh, Salem's grandmother who raised Mm -hmm. them.
0: Yeah, because her and her brother, their parents passed away when they were little and their grandmother raised them. And so she has not seen her grandmother, or I think even spoken to her in like in these four years, four years that she has been yeah. running. And so she like she really does want to come home, like as home as the person, not a place, like because she wants her daughter to have that stability and have that love that she had from her grandmother when she was growing up
1: yeah um and we talked about juni she's very age appropriate she is Mm -hmm. adorable i what's the little boy's name the nephew anyway he is super cute too and together they have the brightest and most beautiful friendship
0: they do like in like that is one thing too is like there's these two kids who've never met and they just have this intense connection and the way that they are with each other is just, I just love it.
1: And Mimi, who is the grandmother, I really liked her character. She added so much. I thought to this story simply because, Mm -hmm. you know, she understands why Salem is making the choices that she is making on one hand but she also doesn't want to miss out on anything anymore
0: Mm -hmm. his name is gage gage Gage.
1: Mm -hmm. he's the two of them are together juni and gage are hilarious together Mm -hmm. and yeah well
0: and that's the thing too like her grandmother like she she's a really strong character and she she's almost timeless in the sense where she has such love for these people and she like she understands but she's so sad that like Salem is in the situation that she's in because like she she knew like she knew like this guy is not a good person but it was one of those things where she she needed her to make her own mistakes but at the same time like she wishes that she could have done more for her
1: yeah Um, and let's, Salem's brother, he's in the book, he actually works for Judd, um, Mm -hmm. and that's how Salem comes to work for Judd. She, um, learns that he needs some help and that her brother works there, and so she, um...
0: She kind of finagles her way into a job.
1: She does. She really does. (laughs) And, um, her brother is not happy about it at all, though. Mm -hmm. he does some things i do not like him i do not like him sam i am i do not i i'm not a big fan like there are
0: moments where he has good moments but overall like the way that he treats her relationship with judd the way that he he acts in certain moments it's like why but then you find out why and you're like oh no
1: Um, so one of the things that I really loved about Judd was he felt the need to give Salem the, um, reassurance for her to stay and Mm -hmm. to trust because she does not trust anybody. Mm -mm. I mean, she barely trusts her Mimi and she certainly is hesitant in trust of her brother, which Mm -hmm. we learn kind of rightly so, um, but Judd says to her constantly, "I have you, I
0: mm-hmm. have
1: you," and I really, I liked that. This was that was very well, powerful in this book.
0: It was, but it was also very powerful. Like when he would say it to Juniper too, he's like, "I have you," like to her, like he's yeah. telling this this little girl, like she doesn't need to worry. I got your back.
1: There's this great scene with bicycles and riding because she needs a bike mm-hmm. so they can drive to the moon ride to the moon uh-huh.
0: right to the moon
1: right to the moon it was so oh my gosh it was so wonderful and um judd says to junie i have you i have mm-hmm. you and she just and he gives her the wings to fly by saying
0: mm-hmm. i have
1: you and um also the same to salem by saying i have you he's giving her the ability to stay grounded, to stay in the moment.
0: And one of the things too, though, is like, he, he doesn't get in her way. Like he allow, like he allows her to make mistakes. He allows her to pull back. Like when she, when she needs to, like, he's not happy with it because he is exceptionally like possessive and exceptionally alpha, but he, he lets it happen to a point where he, he understands like she needs to do this. I'll give her a couple of days and then I'm gonna plow right through and say enough.
1: Yeah. Um there w- and and again, I don't want to give the spoilers to this, but never were there two souls that had been more fated to be together than mm-hmm. Judd and Salem. Mm-hmm. Like if you like a story that truly they're there's their stories are so impactful and they've been in the works really for ages mm-hmm. and their hearts have been drawn and faded to each other, then you absolutely are going to love this story.
0: Well, and one thing I really love about A.L. Jackson's characters is the fact like there's uh, there's a decent amount of internal dialogue with her, but at the same time, like her characters, they put everything out there. Like if they say, uh, like, I'm a bad person I've done this. I've done this. This is how I'm feeling. Like they don't really hold back, which you don't get in a lot of authors works where they like their emotions are front and center and they, they allow like the anger to show and the frustrations to show. And they, they don't necessarily work through them with the, their hero or heroine, but like They put them out there. So, like, everybody is aware, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is why I feel like I'm not good enough for you, or we should not be together. And that's one thing. Like, she throws that emotion out there and it is out there for everyone. And that's one thing that I really enjoy.
1: Her books are very emotional. And there Mm -hmm. always is. And that's something, too, that her books are very character driven, and all of her characters have. Are not none of her characters are perfect. None of them are the shiny mm-hmm. golden boy or the really super friendly neighbor. Everybody comes into their story with a little bit of baggage and some damage. Mm-hmm. And I find Well, and that- it's
0: always on both sides too. It's not just like the hero's damage and the heroine's like this like perfect specimen of like person. Like it is both ends that has that.
1: Well, it creates this realness and this grittiness that mm-hmm makes these characters ones that stay with you. Like when you pick up one of her stories, you know that these are characters that are going to leave some kind of impact. And for me in this story, it was Judd. He left a big impact on Mm -hmm. me. And not just because he was bearded motorcycle riding like a sexy man. It and that helps it helps, but it was also just that, like, he was so solid. Just mm-hmm. no matter what was going to be thrown at them, he was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the taglines in the book is Say it's forever. It's forever, baby, today, tomorrow, and always. And Judd says this to Salem and makes her repeat it back to him mm-hmm. throughout the book.
0: Yeah. Well, and he has her. Like, I have you. Like, yeah. in in so many key moments he says that and I think that it's it that is like their recurring theme like she's black fucking magic and I have you
1: yeah okay so let's do our questions uh Leah did you like this book
0: I did I had a really bad book hangover after this book yeah um, it was like you have to be in the emotional headspace for this book but it is an excellent one how about you
1: I did. I liked it also. Um, I read it as an ARC copy and I really did enjoy it. Um, it's not my favorite AL Jackson, but I really, mm-hmm. I liked it. And I'm curious to see what's book three, because I think we'll get the other, the younger brother in book three. So
0: mm-hmm. I'm excited for his book because he's kind of an enigma.
1: Yeah. We don't really know much about him. So who do you think would typically like this book?
0: Okay. Fans of extremely emotional, single parent... Books that are going to just rip you apart.
1: You have to be in the mood for a strong, gritty, mm-hmm. very deep emotional romance. Um, mm-hmm. This is not one that you're just going to pick up and read by the poolside. This is one that.
0: I mean, you might, yeah. if that's your thing, but this yeah. is more of a hide in a corner and, and read it.
1: On a rainy day under a blanket mm-hmm. kind of day. Um, would you recommend this book?
0: I would. I would definitely recommend this and the first book in the series. I think they're both very well done, very like dynamic books. Um, yes, I
1: would. I only read this book. I did not read the first book in the series. I tried it and um, I got distracted with other things and never actually went back to it. So I read well, it as a you standalone. you have to be
0: in the right emotional headspace for it. Yeah. But- at reading it as a standalone, do you feel like it stands alone on its own? Well,
1: it absolutely does. And I feel like I know Judd and Salem as a character and I even got enough of a peek into the previous book that I do want to go back and read mm-hmm. the previous book. Um, so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBR. Thanks, Leah, for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Of course. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody.
0: Find us on Instagram at buzzing about romance or on Twitter at buzzing romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review.